Rob, we are enjoying the magic of the internet because we're talking across the Atlantic Ocean via Skype. And Skype tends to have hiccups, just like Shortcuts had today. Is that is that a, an appropriate segue? You nailed it. I think that's perfect. I think I did. Um, I think I did. Would, would you I, say I, a hiccup is what this Shortcuts thing is? Um. Yeah, I think at the end of the day we'll look back on it as a hiccup because, you know, as we as we record this today, still shortcuts all shortcut cuts links that were created on or before i guess the 23rd of march are dead at the moment they return an error if you click on one of them and try to install the shortcut on an iphone or an ipad you get an error and it's a problem because well especially for us at mac stories we have a shortcuts archive with 230 or so shortcuts that we have available that used to be available for anybody to download and use at the moment all of those links and all the related links and all the stories we've written about shortcuts are all dead and as best we can tell yesterday on the 23rd the gallery which is that you know directory section of the shortcuts app that apple curates was down for some period of the day. Also yesterday, all the new betas came out for all of the platforms. We're getting very, very close to 14.5 of iOS and you know Mac OS and everything coming out very soon. That Those all came out kind of midday. At some point yesterday, the gallery is down. I didn't really use the gallery very much, so I hadn't noticed it. And... Then in the later in the day, people on Reddit started noticing that uh, the iCloud links that you use to share shortcuts with other people weren't working. But it really didn't come to a head until this morning, early my time, when people on Twitter started talking about it. There was a lot of chatter. And we, you know, I did some investigating myself, realized, yes, this is true. None of them work. This is a bad thing. And so we started, you know, we, we started testing to see. We, we, we immediately had the concern, of course, that maybe Apple had shut down shortcut sharing. But the reality is, is that while existing shortcuts all died, you can still make new ones for either new shortcuts or even existing shortcuts on your phone or iPad that you regenerate a link for to share with someone. So, I mean, I'm... When I look at it, I think, well, if Apple were doing this intentionally, if they really didn't want you to be able to share shortcuts anymore, they wouldn't let you keep making them for new shortcuts and kill the old ones. They do just the opposite. They'd they'd probably begrudgingly let the existing ones that have been published all over the world survive and shut them down going forward. But they didn't do that. And so my guess is that either that something related to the betas that came out yesterday uh, although I, I think that that's probably a coincidence because my understanding is this is impacting people whether or not they're on the beta. So maybe not that. But something about dealing with the gallery yesterday or wherever it was, somebody tripped over a cord somewhere in the back office and took the database offline, you know, whatever it is. However that is set up, I don't have any idea how shortcuts li- links are you know, stored and shared with people. But it's not working, and my guess is it's a bug, not an intentional thing. We we actually did contact Apple to see if they had anything to say about it, and we haven't heard back. I mean, we haven't heard we haven't heard yes. We haven't heard well. We haven't heard what the problem is. We haven't heard 
that there's no problem. We haven't heard that there's no comment. We just haven't heard. So hopefully we'll hear something soon. But in the meantime, you know, we're just kind of sitting around waiting to see if the shortcuts come back. Yeah, I mean, what sort of surprised me, like I said, I, I knew that, like, you know, you guys at Mac Stories have a bunch of shortcuts and stuff like that. But what I hadn't realized was, like, how many websites there are dedicated just to shortcuts. Like, yeah, I think there was, actually was there, like, are a lot of... Is it Routine Hub? Is that one? I think. Yeah, Routine Hub is one of the biggest ones. There are whole communities around these, and that's essentially like a directory. And I guess you would consider it a combination directory and like forum chat for people to talk about shortcuts. And so that's one of the biggest ones. And a lot of these places are the ones that have their own kind of systems where there are all kinds of crazy schemes for offloading and update you know there are schemes to update shortcuts automatically and some of these things are hosted at some of these sites um but in any event yes the routine hub's one of them there's all there's several of them and they're varying degrees of popular but they're all out there and they're all dedicated to this and those especially i mean you know mac stories yeah it's it's not great that we don't have these links usable by anybody (laughs) and we're getting a lot of email and tweets about it you know, and we're trying to explain to people, sorry, we didn't do anything. Uh, it's not our fault. But we also do a lot of other things. So we're, we're fine in that sense. But you know, if your entire site is dedicated to nothing but shortcuts, I think you're probably having a little stress today because you're, you know, you're, you're, you're sharing things that just aren't shareable anymore. Yeah, it was definitely that was sort of what highlights me. I was like, oh, there's actually loads of these websites that I that yeah. I wasn't aware of. You know, I know you guys, and I know there's a couple of people that are sort of dedicated to writing shortcuts, but I didn't realize there was like um, whole sites. But yeah, like you say, the people who run those sites are having a really bad day today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and there's, I mean, of course, like anything on the internet, if you go on Twitter and you look around and you find the people who are deep in these communities, there's a lot of drama and a lot of agitation right now, but I don't know. I mean, even though we have, it's, it's a significant part of what we do. I'm not particularly concerned about it yet because Apple hasn't said anything positive or negative. And because just the way this role, this, this came about just strikes me as a bug and not an intentional thing. So you know, it, it sucks that it's not available, that, that those links don't work today, but it's not like you can't make shortcuts. You can still make shortcuts, and the ones on your devices still work. Uh, you know, hopefully it'll get sorted out relatively soon. And, you know, I, I, I think anybody, like, for one thing I would not do, like, if anybody's listening to this and says, thinks, oh, I've got a bunch of shortcuts on my links on my website, maybe I should regenerate all those links and replace them on my website. I would not do that because that's potentially, depending on how many you have, a lot of work. And if this just gets fixed in the next, you know, it, my guess is it'll just be up again at some point today or tomorrow. And if that's the case, you've just done a bunch of work for nothing. So I wouldn't do that. I would, I would wait and see how it goes, even if, even if you know, it's a, it's a big part of what you do. I mean, we're, we're certainly not going down that path anytime soon no no definitely and as you say if it's if it's more than one or two it's going to be a lot of wasted effort when this does get fixed and maybe it would, even if it doesn't get fixed until apple say something like it's we've re- you know what i mean like it's not worth doing anything right now because right. you know even worst case scenario if apple says sorry yeah they're all invalidated just wait until they say it and then you at least right. know what's going on 
Right, because if they're all invalid, if this is an intentional thing to get rid of shortcuts, regenerating your shortcuts isn't going to do anything because what that means is that the mistake wasn't taking the existing shortcuts off, offline. It was not taking all the shortcuts offline, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so if it was really an intentional act to stop sharing, you're probably going to get caught up in it eventually anyway. But I, I really don't think that that's what it is. I'm going to give Apple the benefit of the doubt on this one and sit it out and see what happens. But, you know, it, that's been a little bit of a distraction today. I We didn't write about it immediately. And I know some people get upset when we don't write about things immediately because you know how people get on Twitter. They get really up in arms and upset about something. And they're like, oh, the people... You know, the people with the with the audiences need to be speaking out about this. And we generally don't about anything, really, because, well, when it's this kind of controversy, because what we do, what we want to do is we want to think about it and have a measured and reasonable (laughs) reaction to it. And also give people time to respond and, and act. Like I, you know, I contacted Apple and, and we haven't heard back yet. And so we weren't going to wait forever for them before writing a story. But we wrote a story after we gave them some time to react. And, you know, I think a, a, a deep breath and a little, a little cool down period is always a good thing before getting up in arms about the next, whatever the next cause is that we're going to, you know, we're going to rally the troops and bring down the big company. It's like, let's, you know, let's wait. Let's save that for something that really matters. <laughs> a social issue or something that impacts people's real lives and not the shortcuts on their phone. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it'll all get sorted eventually and, and we'll all be happy again. And, and I'm hoping that by Friday uh, it, it's good because, you know, it's funny. I, I told Federico that Friday I've got a couple of sh- shortcuts ready to go for the Club Mac Stories newsletter. And it could very well be that on Friday, the only three shortcuts available on Mac Stories are mine. <laughs> and not the hundreds that he has done. But hopefully hopefully that's not the case and that his will be available alongside my, my modest, humble uh, couple of shortcuts I've got for, for Friday's issue. Well, there you go. Uh, well, speaking of things that have broken... Um, mm. In my kitchen, and I have for the last, I guess, five years, I've had the original Amazon Echo, the big, the big tall plastic tube. Oh, thing. the big cylinder, the one that looks like a, like a chimney almost. Right, and it's got the the, the top of it is a ring that's used for yep, the, the yep. volume. I uh, still have one of those here somewhere. Uh, so my ring just stopped working, like not not completely. It became unreliable. I would turn the volume up, and sometimes it would get down. Um, oh. And, and and the opposite way around, so like volume control, which is completely broken. And I thought, well, you know, I've had this like five years or something. I, I got it on a promotion, um, you know, even when it first came out. So I thought, right, it's time to replace it. Yep. And I was kind of looking around, and, and I, the equivalent replacement right now is the new Echo, which is a big round ball thing that kind of looks like the HomePod Mini. Right. Um, and where I've got it in my kitchen, that really wouldn't have worked for me. I don't want something with a lot of surface area. Um, so I was having a look around and they were running a promo on the show five. Um, if I send them my original echo, they gave me 20 pound gift voucher and 25% off an echo show five. So I paid the grand total of 13 pound for an, oh, for an echo show five. So I was like, wow. yeah, that'll do. i that will be absolutely fine for me. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I actually, I bought 
the Echo Show, the original one, which is a little small round one with this tiny screen. And I kind of liked it. I, I mean, it was nice on my desk for, you know, I would get the weather and some photos and I could listen to the news, do those kind of things. I ultimately ended, to give it, ended up giving it to one of my kids. And I also took one out to Rome one time and gave it to Federico. And funny enough, he's still using it because he got rid of his, he, I, I don't know what it is. He's got a sixth sense, sixth sense for things that Apple is going to do. And he got rid of his, his uh, original HomePods like a week before they were announced that they're being discontinued. Wow. And yeah, and he's, he's uh, moved on to all echoes and he's got that one that you mentioned, which is, it looks a lot like a mini, but I think it's a decent bit bigger is my sense, although I'm not exactly sure how large it is. But he's got that for music in his kitchen, I think, and he's got the show somewhere to see the weather and that kind of thing. And, yeah, they're really nice. And the new ones look really good, and they've been reviewed quite nicely too. I mean, I'm very unhappy with the fact that the original HomePods got discontinued. I mean, I think I get it why they were, because I saw people tweeting about how they were buying the ones that were left. And if you look at the the serial number and the the metadata around the device when you get it plugged in and turned on the a lot of these that were being sold were from the original batches of homepods made in 2017 so if that's the case you know that thing was not selling well at all now i like mine a lot i don't like the fact that it's been discontinued because it has no ports other than you know it's just got no ports whatsoever i mean siri is the interface right i mean you can touch the buttons on the top and use your phone that's it so once at some point in the future, these things won't be supported and they won't be good for anything because, you know, they they just plug into the wall. There's no USB port. There's no, uh, you know, audio in or out or anything. So I'm not too happy about that. I think Apple's home situation is pretty messed up right now, although I do have some optimism that it's going to get figured out hopefully sooner rather than later with the rumors that there's going to be an event in April sometime because it just feels like there are missing products. You know, the, the Apple TV is old and too expensive. The HomePod's been discontinued. Now you have the HomePod Mini that's not really a mini of anything, at least not a, a mini of anything that's still <laughs> sold, which is super weird. And I don't know. I hope they, they you know, they can kind of right the ship and figure out, get this this all figured out because... It it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence currently, and I expect I'll get at least a couple more years out of my HomePod, so that's fine. But I will miss the fact that I do like that you know you the Mini does not cannot replace the original one in terms of the quality of sound. Those speakers are really good, those original speakers, but they were you know it was an expensive product and it's just more than a lot of people needed, and at least initially it didn't do much other than you know you're able to ask siri questions and you know siri's still not great so it it, it's it it was i think it was originally designed as an audio product they kind of shoehorned in the home stuff the home stuff didn't fit very well and so they've just abandoned it and they're going with the mini which has the thread radios and that kind of stuff. So uh, that that's why I'm still a little optimistic because of things like the thread radios, the fact that the mini exists and the fact that hopefully the Apple TV is going to get replaced. You know, we there's room for for something to get figured out here, but but it's very much in in flux right now. 
Yeah, it's it's really weird. I mean, the HomePod and the and the Apple TV, like, I feel like they both fall into this same category where, like, like I love my Apple TV. I, you know, I use it every day and and all of this. And I think it's you know it's the same with the HomePod, the original HomePod. I think for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, it's a great product, but you couldn't possibly recommend it to anybody because it's right. too expensive and like. Yeah, you'll enjoy it if you've got it, but there's no justification for paying that kind of price. You know, with the Apple TV, whatever it is, 150 pounds or something. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, especially when true. you can get like a you know Fire TV stick or a box for you know Amazon basically pay you to take them. You know, a Prime Day and stuff like that. They're like, hey, do you want one? Like, yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like Apple's in this weird position where they're they're not sure whether they want to do it themselves or have third parties do it. You know, HomeKit exists so that third parties can make HomeKit home automation devices, but yet Apple's making their own stuff too that's related to the home. And it's a little bit like that in the routers that they discontinued several years ago now. It's like, do they want to be in the market or do they not want to be in the market? Is it something that is low margin and they want others to, to take the lead on? Or or not. And it's like the Apple TV. Do we want to have a TV app on every television manufactured by every company, kind of the Netflix model where they're on all the devices? Or do we want to have our own thing that people buy and, and pay us for? And I, I don't feel like, I feel like they've kind of got waffled back and forth on that and haven't really decided where they want to be. I think it's a mistake if they don't have some of their own devices. Cause I do think that at least if if you have mostly Apple stuff, the experience is better with an Apple TV, for instance, because even though I don't use a lot of apps beyond the actual Apple TV app, you do have, you know, you do have things. You have the, the Photos app and you have games and you have third-party video apps that sometimes work sometimes you need in order to watch shows like for instance netflix you can't watch that through the tv app now if you buy a tv it's probably got a netflix on it app on it anyway so that's not a particularly good example but there are other things that that are facilitated by having a a device that also has an app store on it because you even if it doesn't work directly with apple's thing which is the tv app you, they they probably make their own app and then you're you're okay that sense but in that sense but yeah I I mean I don't have a 4K Apple TV I've never bought that because I don't have a 4K TV yet that's probably something I'm going to get this year I think but uh, but yeah it's it, it's a little confused right now at Apple yeah it's it's a weird thing as well and like um, you know if they'd released an Apple TV like you know a year ago like a new version for and let's assume for the sake of argument that it was good enough that I would want one. I probably would have bought it and then taken the 4K one that's in the living room and moved it to the spare room. Um, but right. since I've got my PS5 and I bought the the media remote, I, I, I don't even use the Apple TV that's in the spare room now because I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. You know, it has AirPlay, I guess. But AirPlay's like literally the only thing it has over, um, you know, just using the built-in stuff on the PS5 because the PS5 does 4K and all of that kind of stuff. So it's like... I'm not going to spend another 150 quid or whatever to just to have 4K on the Apple TV when the PS5 for the most part is fine for that. You know, it boots up pretty quickly. Um, you know, the remote is pretty good. It's not the best, um, but you know, it kind of does the job. So, like, 
I'm not sure what they can release on the Apple TV now, you know, in terms of hardware that I'll look at and go, yeah, I'm definitely going to buy that because I just, I'm really just not sure at this point what they can do. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Don't get me started on the PS5, Rob. I'm still trying to get one. And it's, I, I think I've given up, especially now that there are rumors that we're going to get a new Switch this year. I think I'm, gonna, I'm giving up on the PS5. Right. So that, for all the Sony executives listening to this show, I want you to know that I've given up because <laughs> <laughs> there are so many of them. But but yeah, I I, I haven't really given up. I'll it's, the minute I can get one, I'll probably get one. But uh, especially now, the other you know, switch there's the rumors that it, that it, they'll have docked 4K playback and all that stuff. Maybe uh, I I don't know. I mean, I could see just kind of sitting on the notion of getting a, a PS5 for quite a while if if that come if if uh Nintendo comes out with theirs anytime soon my guess is it's not going to be before the holiday season though no i would have thought i can't imagine it releasing before you know the earliest probably like october time right and it's probably going to be pretty pretty scarce itself is the other thing i mean i don't yeah. think, i don't think that just because Nintendo's going to come out with something that now i won't be you know, now I'm not going to need to get this PS5 because I'll be able to get this other thing. It'll probably be just as hard to get, if not harder. Yeah, exactly. You can get the PS5 now, and then you have to wait another six months to get the Switch because there won't be any of those either. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. All I want to do is spend my money, Rob. I know. I, I saw somebody, I don't know if it was Reddit or Twitter, but you know, somebody said they've never worked so hard to spend $500. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's so frustrating because especially the way a lot of the sites do it, like Walmart had another queue, I don't know, maybe four or five days ago. And the way they do it is they say the time that they're going to drop. So you go on the website and you click furiously and then they, they you know, you get various messages that, oh, you try again, try again. So you do and you do. And then eventually it refreshes and it says, oh, we're going to have more in 10 minutes and it goes on like this for like an hour you so you have to sit at your computer furiously clicking every 10 minutes it's like who has time for that i don't have time <laughs> to do that that's not my that's not what I, I don't consider it fun i don't consider it productive it's just not something i want to do so i i've you know i've tried once in a while but for the most part i either miss these things or when i do uh, when I do participate in them, I, I leave the process feeling frustrated and vowing never to buy a PS5, which is not particularly good from you know a goodwill goodwill perspective for Sony. No, no, it's the the capitalism game. It's not it's not great. It's just click buttons and refresh until you can spend your money. It's like those clicky <laughs> games that are designed. You know, they they call them idle clickers on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> those games, the idle clicker is just like click the click the buy button and see if it ends up in your shopping cart. It's like no, that's not fun at all. It's a terrible game. Oh, oh dear. I well, hear you're getting Popeyes in the UK, Rob. Yeah, we are. Um, I, is this good? I don't know. I've heard of this place, but I don't know if this yeah. is something I should care about or not. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. I've had it a couple of times. I mean, I'll, it's one of those things where I'll, I can tell you that it's pretty good, but I can't say that I've gone there more than a couple of times, and it's only like maybe four or five miles from my house. So it's not like it's a an event to go go there i could go there fairly easily but i don't go there very often so you know i don't know uh it it's fine i would try it but i i don't know if you'll go regularly um 
Are they going to have one near you, do you think? Or is it- uh, they haven't really, it doesn't really say. It just says we want to open up oh. 350 stores. But I mean, I'm pretty sure Taco Bell, I'm pretty sure Taco Bell have said the same thing. But in reality, they've got like 15 stores. Oh, um, yeah. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's like, uh, I mean, and Five Guys is the same. You know, they, they, yeah, they have more stores now, but they still don't have, you know, they're, they're not, it's not something you can't get a Five Guys in every city in the UK yet. Right. Um, right. You know, it's still the kind of thing. And don't get me wrong, I have like two close to me. I've just kind of got lucky, but it's not the kind of thing that's everywhere yet. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's like this there, but fried chicken is such a fad right now that. I don't know that I would. I mean, that's part of the, the reason I don't go to Popeyes. I mean, you can get a good fried chicken sandwich if you want that at McDonald's now, or we have a bunch of just local small restaurants that serve that kind of thing. So it's not really Popeyes is not really either. It's neither the closest nor necessarily the best. So I I just don't ever really think about it. Yeah, I mean, independent shops that you know takeaways that sell fried chicken here are yeah. huge as well i mean right there are some places i mean even here you know if i walk a mile along the road to, from my house i can think of like four off the top of my head oh, okay. um, not you know i don't generally eat at them because some of them look a bit dodgy um <laughs> <laughs> and eating fried chicken every day is really not recommended for a healthy a healthy uh appetite you know i mean it's not a good thing you should do no um and you know the in you know built any built up city you know london manchester place like that like there is fried chicken places everywhere so i, I don't know i don't know how well this is actually going to do but if i have the opportunity i will try it anyway you know for the show for research definitely um. <laughs> well they i mean at least in the united states they did release a chicken sandwich that was supposedly one of the best around and it was in such short supply it was one of those things that just dis- was around for a little while and then it disappeared and they had a hard time stocking them which is it's weird it's not like ps5s right i mean it's chicken but <laughs> but they they did have a hard time and i don't think i've ever had that sandwich so i can't say that whether how good that is compared to the million other places that serve chicken sandwiches around here, but uh, but yeah, it'd be worth trying once or twice. Yeah, well, I will I will keep an eye out. You know, once once I can actually go back out into the world. Um, I mean, first thing I'm doing when I'm allowed back out is getting Nando's. Uh. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> we have you know we have one actually. I think I probably mentioned this a long time ago. Pretty close to us at a shopping mall and. Yeah, I haven't had Nando's in a really long time. I could I could go for some Nando's. Yeah, if I'd known it was February last year was the last time I'd went, and if I'd known then that it was going to be my <laughs> last time for a while, I would have probably had a bit more. Yeah, you have a double order. <laughs> right. <laughs> one in the restaurant and one to go and bring home. <laughs> oh, well. Well, hopefully Nando's is in our near future. Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later, Rob. All right. Speak to you later.